0: To episode three of Head of a Codfish, a podcast about modern working families. Now, if I'm rushing through this intro a bit, it's because my one year old, who doesn't normally have a sleep, has actually gone to sleep. So I'm trying to squeeze this in before she wakes up and before we have to go to school pickup. So I'll try not to rush too much. Today we've got an interview with one of my school mums, Rachel. I first met Rachel on the first day of school for my eldest child and she was there with her youngest who was just starting school. Pretty quickly I realised that someone who had already done this school thing a couple of times was a good person to have in my corner and after talking to her a bit more I realised that we were both trying to work and juggling that around kids and just the madness that goes with that. So I met her youngest at school and then a bit later I met her eldest who goes to the same school and then a bit later again I met her middle child who has special needs as we talk about in this interview. So I guess more than I was anticipating, that has played a role in the discussion we had and also the choices that her family's made. So before we get into the interview, I'll just give you a bit of context about the dog that we talk about. Now, they've recently got an assistance dog for their special needs child and the process of that is getting an appropriate puppy and doing all the training themselves so that in the long run the dog can be an assistance to the family and to that particular child. So when we talk about having the dog and the time that that takes... It is really talking about all that training that needs to happen to get this dog to the point of being a companion dog. And one final thing. While I was recording this, I had that one year old I was talking about in the room with me. So throughout this you'll hear her talking and playing and counting. So I promised it would be authentically parenty. And so here it is. So other than that, I just want to give you a bit of information about where I'm hoping to go with this podcast. I'm hoping to release podcasts once a fortnight, and you can imagine what I need to do that. I need some people to interview. So if you've enjoyed listening to these discussions and think you would like to have a chat with me or you know someone who would be really interested, please contact me via my website, www.headofacodfish.com, or contact me via email. The address is headofacodfish at gmail dot com, or on Facebook, or on Twitter, or send a smoke signal, or carry a carrier pigeon. Um, there's lots of ways to to contact me. Another thing, if you feel like you listen to this and you would love to continue the conversation or talk to some other people that also have stories in line with this podcast, I've created a Facebook group. The Facebook group is called Codfish Squad and the idea of it is to assemble a group of parents who know exactly what you're going through, have done some of the things that you're trying to do and basically have your back. It's your squad. It's your Codfish Squad. If you would like to join that Facebook group, go to www.headofacodfish.com slash codfish squad. Or if you go to www.headofacodfish.com and just go down to the bottom of the page, there's a link to the group. Or if you go into the Head of a Codfish Facebook page, there'll be a link to the group there. Just request to join and as long as you don't look too dodgy, I'll let you join. Okay, so back to this interview. I hope you enjoy getting to know Rachel as much as I have. Okay, so the first question, very important. On a scale of baby to teenager, how much sleep are you getting? Um, me personally? Yes, you. Okay. um.
1: I get a reasonable amount. Um, probably around seven to eight hours or, a month. So that's I'm good. Doing pretty Th- that well. because my kids good.
0: are a bit older than yours. Yes, so yeah. We're I've talking got, to a range yeah. of people, and some of them have yeah young babies. So. Um. So as a starting point, we're going to get oh. to know your family. Oh. Who makes up your family and how are they occupied as in the school or work? Or
1: Okay, so there's myself and my husband and um, we have three children. So um, we've got all three are at school, so seven-year-old, eight-year-old and 11-year-old an um, and one child with special needs. So two are at the same school and the one in the middle is at a special school. Um, and my husband is at the ATO, and I do part-time relief teaching or casual relief teaching and also studying social work.
0: Yep, so you are studying and working part-time. So how many yep. days are you working?
1: Because I'm casual, Yeah, it varies, varies from week to week, and it's really um, with relief teaching it can be quite quiet, tends to be quite Bit quiet at the start of the year yeah. and then it will pick yeah. up as the year goes on. Um so yeah it's hard to say like um by second term it's probably around two to three days a week.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: But that would be in the busier time. Yeah.
0: Okay, so with your husband, how much what is his kind of workload? Um he works part time so he has one day off
1: a week. Um, which he kind of juggles. Uh, he's sort of, yeah, got flexible arrangement with work that he... Um, I think he uses some of his long service leave and part and flexi hours to try and work that... work the, um, So that he can have that day each week. So, yeah, he's home on a Wednesday and mm-hmm. otherwise he's at work. Sure. Under,
0: yeah, the other days. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... What is your parenting superpower? It's a good question.
1: Um I'm home more than anyone else. <laughs> so um I suppose it's kind of organization, making sure that I keep on top of what everyone's doing yeah. and doing lunches and that kind of stuff, but we try and share that a bit as well. Yeah. Um yeah, so I don't really
0: no, if I have a power. <laughs> oh, I think everyone does. I think I from from what I know of you, you can obviously do lots of different things quite well, as in studying and working and being a parent to a special needs child. You can kind of do a lot of different things and and pull that off fairly well. Oh, thank you. That's very kind. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, well I do get tired. I think, yeah, it is sometimes hard juggling um, doing different things and being on top of all the different things. So not working a lot, that does help. I think when I try and do too many days relief teaching, that's when I find things tough.
0: Yeah fall but, apart yeah no, you get to that that point in the week and there's no food yeah. and the house is just <laughs> getting scary yeah yeah and you yeah. kind of know you know it's like no nah, this is this yeah. is too much so,
1: oh the other thing i my mum helps out as mm-hmm. well like when if we're stuck for someone to drop the kids off or pick them up or whatever she sometimes has helped with that we also with the um a child with special needs he gets picked up by bus and dropped home by bus which makes a big difference
0: well especially if there's two different schools because that's always tricky isn't it with uh, drop-offs and pickups at the same time so yeah yeah. exactly so not and having the
1: school quite close by and not having to do more than
0: one pickup and um, drop-off is that helps a lot yeah 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 what about your husband what is his parenting superpower um
1: i think he's very calm and level headed which i'm not
0: <laughs> I, um, I, yeah, I out of i have a lot of sympathy with that yeah out of
1: the yeah he's very calm and sort of methodical about things so just keeps everything on an even keel i'm more sort of up and down than he is um so yeah kind of to you know having both of us we somehow both of our styles kind of maybe complement each other and yeah we sort of support each other and make sure you know we pick each other's slack up i suppose yeah you know um yeah so he's um good at keeping everything on an even keel no that
0: sounds that sounds good yes is your middle one at school five days yes yes yeah so yep. he gets okay. picked up
1: between eight and eight thirty mm-hmm. by bus yep and dropped home by between four and four thirty okay yep. so it's quite a big chunk of the day you know that he is looked after looked after so yep. and the, So, yeah. And then the other two are just, you know, the normal hours. normal school hours.
0: So, how do you divide up the picking up and dropping off? I imagine that sometimes gets a bit tricky if you're relief teaching and it can change where you are and how close you are to school or...
1: The kids do um, one day of OSH um, Mm -hmm. a week and so... Um, that helps. Also, my mum might help so out. You're sometimes. generally doing
0: kind of the days like Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, is that right? Yes. And your husband does Wednesdays. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah. yeah. so you've kind of got generally yeah, like yeah. I said, with, with relief teaching you can be a bit Yes.
1: I think um yeah. Sometimes I, I might be a bit further away and then it's harder to get there, but that's when we get mum to sometimes step in step in yeah Yeah. excellent the grandparents are helpful as well
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay so with the way that you've kind of organized yourself um, and your family and who's doing what I guess this probably relates more to work do you feel like you had a choice in what you're doing or how much you're working or do you feel like it was a bit imposed on you and that could be from financial reasons or just expectations or Mm. what is possible do you feel like you've you've been able to choose your own path?
1: Um, to a certain degree, um, I think sometimes I felt like I couldn't take on um, more work, or I couldn't like accept a. I, I got offered something um, teaching Year Four at a school this year, um, and that was going to be full time. And I just thought I really can't do that Mm -hmm. um but it's partly I mean now I'm sort of invested in social work so I'm sort of getting out of teaching
0: yeah you don't want to um, commit that that much to somewhere that you're trying to transition out of
1: but even though like before prior to that even before I started doing social work I did feel a bit restricted in how much I could take on in terms of teaching and still cope with my home situation because yeah there have been times I've been working you know say three or four days and then have found that yeah we're barely managing at home
0: (laughs) so just to kind of look at that from the other side do you feel like your husband has ever at any point felt like he needs to do less or he can't take on as much
1: I think yes he has I mean we obviously would like him to keep his permanent job because
0: there's his, a lot of advantages yeah. <laughs> to that Yeah,
1: um, but he certainly was keen to go part-time more keen than than I was initially um, but now I can really see the benefits in that but he he was the one pushing for that I think with how ha- our child was having a child with special needs there's a lot of extra things that we have to Oh,
0: I imagine a lot of kinda of appointments with yes, sp- yeah, special exactly. therapists and stuff, yeah.
1: And yeah. just managing um paperwork or whatever. Yep. Um and I think he I mean, he just finds if he doesn't have that day at home that he'll just feel very stressed on the weekend and so it's about sort of trying to balance things and have a bit of yep. Yeah, be able to have a bit of downtime on the weekend as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's interesting um, because similar situation that I'm in, where I work three days and my husband works four days, so we kind of both working part time. Um, and I I really think it works well in that, as you're saying, we both get some at work time, um, and we both have some time where we're the ones taking the kids to mm. school, packing the lunches. Organising this after school activity or whatever. Um, and we, yeah, we both get a bit of both. Um, yeah. And it's not feeling like you're having all the kids' responsibility. Yeah, because I think um, <clears throat> being the one that's solely at
1: home can be really hard as well. Yes, then definitely. You feel like you never get a break that's from right. that role. Um, so, yeah, I do appreciate going to work to step into a different kind of role mm-hmm. and you know take off the parenting hat just for a yep. bit and yeah i think it's definitely good if you have a partner that <coughs> is able to take some of those parenting responsibilities because yeah it's a lot to manage just for one person i think
0: it is and obviously the the person who is often the, the husband, the male um, I mean they can get overloaded with the responsibility of earning all the money for everyone yeah, exactly. as well Yeah, um, yeah. so yeah. it's not, yeah I think either side um, mm. there's mm. Uh, definitely downsides to, to being solely responsible for either the children or the earning yeah, well, of the money exactly. um, yes. and a bit of balance is, is good um, do you know many people that have both partners doing part time Um, because i i don't know that many
1: just trying to think no i don't know that many either yeah i have a friend whose husband was retrenched and so she's now having to step up and do a lot more work because he's currently looking for work yeah so um yeah i suppose you know you do hear about different scenarios but yeah i don't know how many people are managing to do that where both people are working part-time.
0: Yeah, it's interesting when you're saying about um, a, a partner being retrenched and that, that kind of impact on, on uh, the, the family unit and how things are organised because I remember hearing someone speak once and saying, so, you know, with the um, global financial crisis and there was a lot of people in America who, you know, men who were working in maybe manufacturing kind of industry mm-hmm. um, who lost their jobs Yeah, um, and they were in a situation they had kids um, and so due to that financial situation, there was an increased number of men staying home with children while the women who were maybe in a, an industry that was less impacted yes. then working full-time. Yeah. And I guess it was the, the kind of observation was that was it happened for a reason. There was all these men losing their jobs. So that yes. was kind of a um, the thing that pushed people into that situation. But once they got there um and a greater number of men were doing the child caring mm. um and their women were working they yeah i guess could see the the benefits of it and yes. and it's um, appa- from what i understand statistically it's Higher men doing full-time child caring in America than it is here. Oh right, because okay. of this kind of effect yes. of yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Quite a few people losing their their jobs yes. from a certain industry, which is from industries uh, manufacturing, which is um right. high high concentration of men.
1: Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. And well, we have had some situations like that in Australia too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's probably not as uh, as high numbers I guess um, yeah. in Australia. Um but yeah, it was kind of yeah, interesting. Interesting yes. to, I, to to kind of I guess hear that people come to a different arrangement, maybe they're forced into it. Yes. Uh maybe they didn't have a choice because they lost their job, but it does actually create some interesting solutions and maybe some better Ways of doing things, yeah,
1: and I think maybe some of the men who have been put into that situation have had to um create a different skill set or or yeah yep. come up with some yep. different skills that they hadn't previously had to, like I don't know cooking or whatever, yeah. Um, because yeah, I know my, my friend's husband never used to cook, but now can I think because he's kind of had to (laughs) so yeah I think there are some benefits as well
0: yeah so we've kind of talked about the balance a bit with within your family but other than that what with your how you organize work and study and kids and stuff what do you think works well
1: well sometimes studying in the evening so using the time when the kids are in bed to not always watch TV or whatever. Yeah. Not, I mean, yeah, and using that time to study. I think it's sometimes hard to find enough time, but um, I think it works well to try and get everyone to help out a bit in the household and um, so that the kids have some responsibilities like putting their clothes away or setting the tape yep. or whatever.
0: Um. Yeah, I've heard that a bit from um, friends who have maybe gone back to full-time work or more work than they were doing previously or something like that. And they've said they give their children more responsibility because it's kind of necessary yes. um to make things work at the end of the day um and I actually found that to be really good as in a given given a bit of responsibility they act more responsibly yes um, yeah, yeah and you just kind of step up and it's, yeah. it's actually quite a, a quite a positive thing
1: yeah we do try to do that oh um sometimes we're more successful than others um And, yeah, we're having some issues around, you know, reducing the amount of screen time that the kids have and trying to get them to take on some more responsibilities. I mean, my daughter's 11, so she can do a little bit more than the other two. Yeah. Um so she tends to like unstack the dishwasher and things in the morning. Yeah, so oh, we've got a dog as well, so try try and get the kids to oh, Yeah, she so got done recently, bit. haven't yeah. you? Yeah. So, um but I do find that I do tend to end up doing most stuff with the dog and, you know, around cleaning and things like that. But, you know, it's a work in a work in progress.
0: Yeah. Do you think there's any downsides of the way your family's organised? That's a hard one.
1: It's hard to imagine it not being like this, but I suppose if I wasn't working or studying, then maybe I could have more time to devote to the kids, but then on the other side, you know, it's good to have something that you're doing for yourself as yep. well. So um, yeah, I think sometimes it's hard to... Find enough time for each of the children, yeah. sort of individually as well. Yeah, that's a downside.
0: <laughs> no, no, that's fine. What are some of the other combinations of work and childcare and whatever school that you've done in the past? And this might be because you're just in different work situations, or when you had fewer children, or what? What are some other things that you've done? Well, we did do childcare.
1: Oh, we did do family daycare yep. and childcare. Um, and that was, I've been doing relief teaching for quite a long time. So, yeah, when I've been relief teaching that we've used childcare before the kids started in school.
0: Um, so, yeah. Um, so at that stage, were you, you were, You were relief teaching, so Uh, whatever that entailed. And was your husband full-time then? I think he was full-time then, yeah.
1: Yeah. So it was just um, if I had... The difficulty was I could only, I think that was, I could only say I was available on the days that the kids were already booked in. Yes. Yeah. That's the hard thing be, with kind of um, casual
0: or, yeah. Because yeah.
1: I think it wasn't a, ca- yeah, it's not normally a case that you can just ring up and go, oh, can I get my child in?
0: Yeah, that's right. On that
1: day. Um, but, yeah, I would try and just say, okay, you know, the kids are booked in two days or whatever so I can work on those days. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. This is maybe just from my personal interest <laughs> because I've um, <laughs> yeah. just kind of still in that stage of kind of childcare and, and quite a young child. And my second one has started school now, but still kind of, um, you know, all in that, dropping off in many places and different days and, and quite scramble. Um, do you feel it's got easier?
1: In a way, yes. Having them at school, having all Please say all it's easy. of the <laughs> children, all the children at school. Yes, I think so. Yeah, because I I certainly think when you're juggling childcare, kindy, and school, cool. then yeah, it's a lot of juggling because mm, the mm. kindy hours are sort of all over the place. Yes. And yeah, so hard. hard I to do work think around. has. I don't think I would have taken
0: on study. Hi probably right if the children were still that okay little. so that you've yeah that is something that having them all at school has allowed you to I think do so do yeah but I've also study. cut back on the amount of hours I do
1: relief teaching I mean yeah I don't do a lot I do a bit
0: yep. so um
1: yeah so that I can fit in the
0: study. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Um, So what do you think is going to be the next step in your family's evolution of what you do? Well, that is a good one.
1: Um, I actually have a placement for social work in the second half of this year. excellent. That's great. And I don't know where that will be yet, um, but that will probably require me to be pretty much full-time, as in I don't think I'll be able to fit in any relief teaching. Yep. And the placement and any extra study would take up the whole week. So I'm, yeah, just trying to. I don't really know yet where that's going to be and and how that's going to yeah. yeah so work, that but that will be a little bit tricky. But yep. um, I think it's also the dog that I'm worried about from <laughs> the kids. It's well, so fun. <laughs> because he's only seven months. So I'm sort of thinking, oh, is he going to? cope with me working or being away that much so yeah. um whereas like the kids I know that what their hours are so yeah. um yep. they may have to do a little bit more osh osh. or whatever yeah so anyway but
0: we'll get to that bridge <laughs> we'll cross when we get yeah, to it yeah. cross that bridge when you come to it do you think that'll have any impact on what your husband works well yes
1: possibly um but again we don't quite know no, what that's yeah. going to look like so at the moment he's about to take two weeks off because i've got to do two intensives that are full time like oh nine okay to all, kind of placement yeah oh, things, they're yeah. not pl- they're intensives which um is like a it's
0: just a oh to do okay a subject yeah you no, i understand yeah where you just kind of go um, yeah during the holidays and just bang out a couple yeah of that's subjects. right just so, yeah, yeah and well he's I about two weeks off for that so we kind of have to
1: keep be mindful that you can't take off, you know, weeks and weeks in the yeah. year. Yeah. So we we'll just have to see, you know, how much how we can juggle it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. In your family's paid work environments, do you feel like your family responsibilities are well supported? Um. I guess you probably have different workplaces, different weeks. Yeah, I
1: do. Um, I think my husband certainly they've been really good um at about being understanding of his home situation. Yep. And because he's permanent um they've yeah, been really good. In in terms of allowing him to work flexible hours and yep. that sort of thing, go part time, whatever. Part time, yeah. For me, um, because I'm casual, it's yeah. a bit less. Um, you don't have like one person that not, you kind of. Yeah, can they may not really with. know what my home yeah, life is like. like um, yeah. Places that I work can go back to and work consistently at. They might have a bit of an idea, and they might be more understanding but if i i don't work there a lot they probably wouldn't know or whatever yeah Yeah. sure
0: so in your whole organization of your family and work and whatever have you had any funny or disastrous moments um yeah (laughs) (laughs) you said that Uh, a little too quickly (laughs) um
1: i had my first placement for social work last year yep and um It didn't go terribly well. It was a bit disappointing. I was in a high school and um, I was sort of with a couple of counsellors in the high school, but um, I wasn't able to um, go to counselling sessions. and I didn't quite have enough structure. So I was sort of, yeah, struggling a bit with the placement anyway and at the same time trying to juggle relief teaching um, and completely forgot that I had to be... Uh, had said yes to doing a relief morning and was at my placement and then got a phone call to say, hello, "Hello, where Where are are you? you? So, yeah, that was really not good. (laughs) And that happened, um, I think that happened twice, actually, the same school, which was really unfortunate. So um, I'm not working there
0: anymore. (laughs) Anymore, Yeah, yeah,
1: it was just I obviously was trying to do too much. Too much, and was not um managing
0: it yep. <laughs> yeah no like we were saying you know when you kind of get to the limits, yes, yeah you know, when things just yeah. start fall, the wheels start falling that's off a bit right. and you just go yeah oh, this is just too much that's right <laughs> need yeah to, so need so to i step think back.
1: um yeah because of having that experience has made me realize um i won't try and put relief teaching
0: when I'm doing a placement. I yep. think that's too hard to do. And I guess that both. that is the advantage with something like that is that you can just say you're not available yeah, for like a few weeks right. or whatever. So and yep. then you're yeah still fairly likely to pick stuff up after that period.
1: Yes. Yeah, although yeah. um so social work placements tend to be very long. They're like okay. five hundred hours. So they they are pretty long yeah, but okay. yeah you would hope that you could go back later and still yeah. say I'm still around but,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so is your version of family anything like what you thought it would be before you had children mm, probably not probably not because <laughs> because of your middle middle child child's yeah. probably a very different experience That's to right. probably what you were expecting yeah um
1: Yeah, so no, I would say no. I think I didn't really know, to be honest. I mean, you don't do, yeah. You kind of have a bit of an idea, but yeah it's not re- reality I think um yeah but no it's yeah very different to <laughs> what I thought it would be and I think I probably thought I'd yeah be much more successful by now and earning a lot more money and yeah okay know, all yep. those sorts of things yeah but um
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess you kind of, yeah, you just think, oh, well, I'll take a maternity leave and then I'll do a bit of this and as soon as I are off to school, I'll be yeah, yeah. out there swanning around <laughs> working as much as I like. And yeah, kind yeah. of doesn't quite work that way. doesn't quite work um, like that. Well, I mean, given that you're studying at the time, that yeah. that probably has just as much impact as on what your earning is and where you are in I a work think, career sense. Yes,
1: um, and also I didn't have a permanent job when I got pregnant Um, so I was doing contract and relief work and things so I didn't actually have a permanent job to go back back to to, so that and then it does become a bit harder I think to
0: get maybe get back in yeah and get back so it's in interesting to, you um, say that yeah. because um I guess I was explaining to you before when before we were recording um about getting back into the workforce and finding some difficulties um and I was uh, in a similar situation where when I got pregnant with my eldest I wasn't working we'd been living overseas and I had to resign from my job While I was overseas, just because I wanted to stay overseas longer. It was kind of either come back to the job or resign. And so I went, "Ah, I'll just hang around. Right, yes. Hang around overseas, travelling around Europe a bit longer. (laughs) And I resigned. So anyway, we came back to Australia and I didn't have a job. Right. So I've kind of started back in Australia looking for work um, after being kind of away essentially since before we were married is when I last kind of I mean I've been working for almost a year now but I do kind of wonder like of course I go oh am I just that bad? Am I am I that irrelevant to my industry that I kind of struggle to to find a job or a different job or whatever and I do I I wonder how much of a role that plays like you're saying not having something to go back to, which was really just a yeah. circumstance. It wasn't really, yeah, anyone's I, fault.
1: <laughs> I think it, um, it can kind of be um, good and bad. Like I know... There are people that have had permanent jobs and got pregnant and thought oh they're only going to take six months or a year and then yeah. have wanted to have more time but then couldn't yeah yeah so that's the downside of that or they've had to go back a lot earlier, earlier than they had wanted to so yep. i suppose you know there's advantages in not having to go back to yep. something but um yeah. At the same time, I do think that being out of the workforce for a certain length of time and then trying to get back in, is it can be a bit difficult. And you can almost feel like you're starting starting sort of behind where you were before yes, or yeah,
0: whatever. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, and, certainly... Um, um, feel, yeah, the role that I'm in at the moment, I've gone backwards as, as a way of getting back in Yes, um, yeah, yeah. and keen to, to go to the next step. And what industry do you want to work in or are you working in? So I'm working, the, the job I'm doing at the moment is in digital marketing. Right. It's slightly different to what I've worked in before. What I'm working in at the moment is much more skewed towards marketing, which is okay, probably not yeah. so much my preference. Right. Um, yeah. There's a lot of communication that isn't marketing and sales related, um, which is more more what I'm interested in yes. or what I think I'm good at. Right. Um, uh, so I guess kind of like this podcast is more about communicating something to people
1: Yes. That's yeah, not about that trying be. to sell
0: them something. Yeah, yeah. might be
1: useful for other people to reflect on or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's about, you know, about issues and influencing people's opinions and mm, thoughts mm. and actions as opposed to trying to get them to part with their money. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what advice would you give to a person who's about to enter this phase of working in children and... ah? Uh. <laughs> Um yeah I suppose um I don't know like pace
1: yourself maybe <laughs> <Like> <laughs> it's, a, it's not really a, a sprint it's more a marathon no, that, no, that that's, Yeah that's good advice yeah just um try and try and look after yourself as well as a mum I think we're good at you know doing a lot of things and juggling and looking after everyone but we have to remember to look after ourselves as well yeah. and you know make sure that we're still going okay and because um, yeah you can get a bit burnt out i think yeah. from um just working and studying whatever and looking after the family and um not doing stuff for yourself mm-hmm. so yeah that would be what i'd say <laughs>
0: excellent well thank you very much for talking to me today no worries thank you <laughs> see ya see ya